0: To Say It Southern, aspiring to live not just as moms, but as modern Southern women, we began this project to hear from those who inspire us and recognize those who are achieving their own personal goals. Listen in as we celebrate the South and those who say it Southern. Over the past few months, we've all been thinking about travel, getting out, going places, trying new things. But can we? Where should we go? Is it safe to go? There's so many questions and it's changing week by week. So we thought we would talk with Laura Reese of Reese Worldwide Travel. She's got everything that we need to know from international travel, domestic travel, cruises, even Disney. Laura fills us in on what we can expect, what we need to know, what we need to plan for. And she fills us in on so much information about when's the best time to book your flight, travel insurance, do we need it? Should we remain loyal to one airline? Get your passports out and join us now as we Say It's Southern with Laura Reese.
1: Okay, we're excited this morning about having Laura Reese from the beautiful Palm Beach, Florida Uh, with Reese Worldwide Travel. Hey, Laura.
2: Hey, how are you, honey? Good. I feel like you're better than us being down there on that beach. Yeah, <laughs> it is sunny and hot here, but I would rather be hot than cold, so I'm very happy. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, you live at a, you do travel, but you live at a place where people vacation. That's yeah. pretty nice.
2: Yes. Yeah. So it's kind of like on vacation almost every day for me. Nice. <laughs> yeah. it's yes. a rough life, Laura. Huh? I, yeah. I planned it that way. you got to make your life what you want it to be. Love it.
1: So let's talk about that actually. So have, so you own this travel company. Is it
2: something that you always, did you love to travel? How'd you get into it? I've always loved to travel. Um, I have a sister and my parents took us everywhere as children. We were never left at home with a nanny or we were always taken on vacation. Um, my father had uh, international business. And so if we went abroad, like we all went as a family, my sister, when she was five, she learned how to skip in Paris and we like stuff like that. And it just, that's just the way it was. And they believed that that was so educational and it didn't actually have to only be international. My mother would say, oh, there's an art exhibit in Fort Worth, Texas. Let's go. And so we would go or go to the art institute in Chicago or downtown to Philadelphia. So it wasn't always international travel, but it was always about, let's go see stuff.
1: I love that. I do too. And it makes me go, why am I not doing that? Why are we not hopping in the car right now? and going somewhere.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Why am I not doing that? Why? I need to be exposing my kids. Cause I mean, really, it's just, it's just a choice mm-hmm. to take them. And you just, when you grow up doing it, just like taking them to dinner, then you yeah. learn how to sit at a table. You learn how to travel. You learn how to appreciate those things. I yeah. love that. So exactly. that just kind of
2: transcended into this life of travel for you or what? It did. So we always traveled, you know, at least once a year overseas. And then I spent some time living abroad in London. And then my husband, um, he earned his doctorate in Scotland. So after, you know, just we got married and we traveled together. And then um, we had so much knowledge together. I think we've been to over 40 countries and four continents. So we have a breadth of knowledge and we've been to a lot of airports and on airplanes and packing and unpacking. So we had a lot of knowledge to share with the greater community. And so we said, well, let's create a travel agency because it not only benefits us because we like to travel and we can learn about new hotels and tours. Um, but we can share this with other people too. I love that. I want to be a travel agent. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you get a lot of perks like that? Hotel, there, well, like New hotels opening up, inviting you to come. That's what yeah. I imagine the life of a travel agent anyway.
2: Yes. Um, you definitely have to mm-hmm. kind of do the dog and pony show and go through, you know, and, and, Meet people and and be you know gracious and go on all the tours. We did a tour of um, five resorts in um, Quintana Roo, Mexico, a couple of years ago, and you are outside on your feet walking all day. We were sore and tired by the end, and it is exhausting. But it's interesting to me. So you have to be interested in it for it to benefit you. I mean, it's not free, but because I like to travel, you know, it's it's kind of a match made in heaven it works out well and
0: I don't want my travel agent booking me somewhere they haven't been yeah I, I love that actually about so what you're doing
2: we say that you should travel with a travel agent who has traveled because there are lots of travel agents out there and pretty much anybody can become a travel agent um, there's no sort of degree that you have to have but that you should check into that travel agent. What is their experience? What is their niche? Where have they been? Um, And what relationships have they developed? And that's really important when investigating that travel advisor to guide you through the process. So we think you should travel with someone who has traveled. And if I have stayed at that hotel and I have slept, up in that room, and I know exactly how it's configured and what amenities they offer and what they don't. I'm better to advise you, and you will be happier because your time and your money will be spent the way you want it to be spent.
1: Mic drop, mic mm-hmm. drop, bam.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, well, what are we doing in the world right now? I mean, we all want to travel, we want to do it, but we don't know how to do it, and how has corona and covid and the saharan dust and the killer bees and the world <laughs> imploding just 2020 yeah how has 2020 <laughs> affected the travel world i know it's affected us personally i mean people you know i have friends that have had everything canceled from ballet recitals to trips to france
2: so like how do we navigate all this right now everything has been pretty much come to a standstill. Okay. And that started in the beginning of March. And we didn't know how long it would last. And as travel agents, we did our best to get our clients refunds or future travel credits so that they didn't lose money. Right now, um, there is a level four global health travel warning. And that is in bright red on the U.S. Department of State's website. So as a travel advisor, I always go to the Center for Disease Control, the CDC, and the U.S. Department of State to look for the most up-to-date information on what's going on in the world. So until the U.S. Department of State lowers that level four global travel warning, do not travel, I do not feel comfortable advising people to travel outside of the United States. Okay. That said, you can travel outside of the United States. And I do have clients that I am booking right now to go to Mexico. Mexico is open, the Cancun area. And right now hotels and resorts are about anywhere from 15 to 30% capacity. They have done heavy cleaning. They're doing social distancing, And people are enjoying themselves. I have a friend who went to the Rosewood in Mayakoba. He said it was a ghost town. No one was there. And he went with his wife and they wanted this quiet, secluded vacation. And that's what he got. And it was great value. And he felt safe and comfortable. And it is a resort that I recommend to my clients because I really like it. That said, um, if you go to the um, website for the U S ambassador to Mexico, he has, he posts little videos every so often. And his advice right now is do not travel to Mexico. Mm -hmm. He says, just wait, because what happens if you get COVID when you are in Mexico and you are diagnosed and get sick, you will not be allowed to get on an airplane and return to the United States Mm -hmm. because you would infect all those people on that airplane. So you're going to have to stay in Mexico on your dime. And if you don't have travel insurance, it's going to cost you a lot of money. So yeah. right now, we exactly and people don't realize yeah, yeah, they don't realize all the pieces. When you come back to the United States, you ha- are asked to quarantine for 14 days. Do you have to do that? It's kind of on the honor code. Nobody really checks up on you. Your employer may require you to quarantine for 14 days and require you to take vacation days for that. But it's kind of you know one off. It's not a blanket statement. So there's lots of little pieces to think about, especially right now. Do you, is it really worth it to go out of the country and go on vacation?
1: Hmm. So when you say level four, are there what what are the levels? Is it go to like ten or does it go to
2: no. four? I believe it goes to four. Do not travel. So this and is like this is red, blinking, yeah. red blinking red blinking light. <laughs> Do not come. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Well that, I mean, who knew? But that's just global travel, right? Or is that, okay. That's just global travel. Correct. So within the United States, as we see on the news every night, Mm -hmm. there are different hotspots, which is Florida, which is one that I live in. Mm -hmm. And then we see New York state on the news a lot. Mm -hmm. New York state just set a restriction um, for people from hotspots that if you are flying into New York from South Carolina, North Carolina, Florida, Texas, Alabama, Arkansas, Arizona, Washington, or Utah, they're asking you to quarantine for 14 days. Oh, my goodness. I didn't even know. Yes. And Wait, they like have, Arkansas? Did you say Arkansas? If you fly from Arkansas to New York State, Yes. Right? And I was surprised by that. I didn't the Utah and Arkansas, I was surprised. Um I get like Texas, <laughs> Florida, you know,
0: like what's <laughs> happened in here? I have a family
2: reunion or something. Yeah. Everybody's everybody's So yeah. um, and New York says that they are going to check in on you. Uh, yes. Okay. So if you are not quarantining, you could be fined. But yes, there's a random check in New York State. Wow. Okay, huh. so this is just
1: people coming into
0: New York, right?
1: Yeah. From these yeah. states. You have to quarantine yeah. in New York for
0: 14 days. Yes. Okay, what about people that live in New York? Can they leave the
2: state? They can, but other states like Florida is asking people to quarantine for 14 days. So you do have and you do have to check each state's requirements, each area's requirements. I live in Palm Beach County, which has a higher concentration. Our restrictions are much higher than say um, something in the panhandle, Destin, Florida, which is right now I'm recommending that people travel to Destin. If you want a beach vacation, it's beautiful. Their restrictions are not as high and they're open for business. Yeah. But Miami, Broward County, Palm Beach, it's not right now is not a good idea. And I I hate to say that because I am all about tourism and it's so important, Um, but it's just not the right time. Right. Yeah. No. And that's what makes
1: you so great because you're not trying to peddle a vacation right now. You're like, no, "No, I need you to be, you know, knowing what you're doing and a responsible traveler. Yes. So how does it, okay. Okay. So we're all like you know hitting our heads against our desk and trying to figure out what to do with these children and we want to travel because we have the opportunity because who knows if we go back into <laughs> yes. lockdown
0: you know I mean I personally feel like we need to be doing things like that's how I'm taking it like we need to go travel because I feel like this is coming again But that's how you feel <laughs> yes. because you're like
1: you know ready to like get locked down again Right <laughs> But I mean where
2: I mean, where can we go? Right now, I mean, you can go a lot of places and it depends on where you live and the restrictions placed by your county and your state. Car trips right now, day trips are really important. I think put the family in the car, go drive two hours, just say, look, we're going to go west and, and see what we find. Or if there's a museum that you haven't been to. Really take the time to find out what's in your area. Tourism is local as well. Is there a food tour? Is there an interesting restaurant that you would never go to otherwise? And just experience that with your family. Do some travel in your backyard.
1: I love that. I do too. So, I mean, what are your thoughts? What's your gut on flying just like – In the United States. I mean, what, first of all, let's break it down by the airport. When you go to an airport, say you've got something booked, and we're looking all the way into fall break because that's, you know, we operate on a school calendar. So we're thinking we got to do something before August 12th and we need to go ahead and think about fall
2: break. Would you recommend flying at this point? What do we, how do we navigate that? My husband's been on an airplane twice already. Uh, We fly out of Palm Beach airport, which is a very small airport. And his experience was that everything is shut down. He could not even get money out of the ATM in Palm Beach airport. He had to wear a mask the entire time. And when you get on the airplane, you have to wear your mask. They do not serve any food or drink. So you have to pack your own snacks. He had a layover in Charlotte And everything was shut there except for the magazine stand where he could grab a bottle of water. Even the American Club was closed. So things really shut down. So if we're traveling, we need to have our masks,
0: be prepared to wear them the whole time. And and make sure your children can do that. Children, yes. Mm -hmm. And then snacks, water, be prepared. There's no food court. There's nothing happening like that.
1: Not but at you all. can't take that no. up through security either,
0: yeah, you know. It, so yeah. you gotta, you gotta oh. think about that. You know, packing picnics.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Brought my point. subway sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I got my subway sandwich to feed everybody. None of, no igloo coolers going uh-uh. through security. <gasps> oh my gosh, Laura! I mean, this is kind of overwhelming. How
2: are you? I mean, this is a lot even for you to handle to stay up on all the things. It is. There's so much to think about. There, there really is. So yes, you can travel. Do you have to travel right now? If you didn't have to travel, I don't know if you should travel. Mm -hmm. I think if you can get in a car and drive a couple hours without having to stop someplace, um, randomly, like I wouldn't drive from Georgia to California right now, but if there's like Gatlinburg is beautiful or the blue Ridge mountains, do you want to go camping with your family? I know Wyoming is open for business. They've got dude branches. Um, You can go to Tennessee, Blackberry Farm. I have a girlfriend who took her family. She lives in Connecticut. She went to Vermont. And -hmm. the Vermont ski resorts, they're open for business in the summertime. And it's just beautiful. You are outdoors fresh air, go bike riding, go hiking with your family, spend some time with nature. You may want to go to the library and check out a book on birds in your area and take your kids and say, okay, who can, you know, what can we find? Um, things like that. Um, you can always play golf. I do plan a lot of golf trips. My husband just came back from Pinehurst Mm -hmm. and he had a great time. The only thing was there was no maid service during his stay. (laughs) check in, the room is clean and it is not clean till you check out. So <laughs> it is not the level of service that you are used to. Yeah. And I can't say that prices have been reduced at all. That's interesting. The, You'd
0: think prices would be, this would be a good time to travel and take advantage of, of deals. And well, things, but, but, but yeah. think about the
1: economy. They've got to support their mm-hmm. people and mm-hmm. you know, but Yeah. It's all very cyclical.
2: I see some, but I just don't think it's worth it. Uh Airline tickets are not, there are no deals right now that I have noticed. I think that the pricing is a little higher than normal. We have also heard that the airlines are going to do massive layoffs in October. Mm. They may also slash some of the routes. So I find it hard to plan air travel six months in advance. I would wait, plan it Two months in advance, always buy travel insurance no matter what. I know people don't like to pay extra and they think they're wasting their money. They are not. I have seen it for the past you know, four months. It proves itself. It has saved people a lot of money. I would much rather lose $200 than $5,000. Mm-hmm.
1: That's so true. Yeah. And, and yeah, because people think, oh, what could happen? I don't know. Global pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> so as people are winning, yes.
2: Oh, yeah. I was going to say, just to add to that, global yeah, pandemic, yeah. if you read the terms and conditions on the insurance, insurance usually does not cover pandemics. And they actually use that specific word. So you would want to get something called CFAR, cancel for any reason insurance, that if you changed your mind and didn't want to go, you can cancel. No, it's a higher rate, but. You'll be so covered. where do you get that? I mean, you. Yeah, Yeah. I can um, provide you um, with some insurance quotes. Allianz is a great insurance supplier, uh, as well as I think it's called Travelmate. Um, And those you can Google and you can buy insurance yourself. A lot of times the airlines will offer you insurance uh, when you purchase your ticket online. Um, It's a good idea.
1: Well, that was my question because I had several people thinking, because we're about nine hours from Destin, eight Mm -hmm.
2: hours from Destin. I don't think it's that. Yeah,
0: eight hours.
1: Well, it is when you have Seven to stop hours. for potty breaks. Yeah, exactly.
0: It takes that long, right? Um,
1: so I had a friend that would rented a house on the beach. That was this was my next question to you. And the renter, the renter didn't provide, like say they went VRBO or Airbnb. The renter didn't provide the insurance. She didn't know where to get it. She ended up canceling the trip. And I'm like, this can't be the way it is. I mean, you have there has to be some kind of policy that would protect them and
2: protect you if something happened yes yes. people don't know about this yes you can buy standalone travel insurance yes and i can help you with that yes i mean all the things that we have to
1: know now (laughs) yes i know yeah more to think about (laughs) well i'll tell you this so at the beginning of the summer we were talking about flying to sacramento having a um having a service pick us up at the airport with a truck and an RV and doing the um, uh, Yosemite, uh, Lake Tahoe, that redwood forest, that, that run. But with, even with all, cause we thought, Oh, that's good. I have two boys. Like they'll love that. But all the state parks, you know, are closing. They have different phases of, of reopening. Campsites are like, we were looking at this and, or may so we're not doing that okay. now but um we are going to jackson hall now so we're going to go to jackson okay. hall and do the grand tetons and go up into yellowstone and but one thing that we have found is that we were able to get reservations at like a lodge and spa because you know i had had the spa on there
0: yeah
1: <laughs> and, yes. and yes. do you feel safe trusting um hotels
2: and those type of things right now I do. Okay. I, I do. I think that they are so scared of something happening that they are going overboard. And if they feel that they can be open, then they are going to go that extra mile to make sure that nothing happens. And I feel that same way in restaurants too. I really do. They, they want you to visit. So they're going to go that extra mile and make sure that they do their diligence.
0: That's how I feel about travel, too. Like, the airplanes. This is probably the cleanest yeah. you'll ever sit on an airplane set. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, it's just the people sitting around you. Yeah. <laughs> Keep yeah. that mask on, folks. <laughs> Keep the mask on.
1: Well, I, I have a friend that works for Southwest, and he says, you know, right now, they're doing a mandatory, you know, because it's open seating. You know, you go by the classes or whatever you end up in, and they're doing that mandatory middle seat that's open. And he's like, I feel like there's a lot of trust in right now with this because of, you know, they're doing the best they can do. They don't know what to do, you know,
2: so that's the best they can do. Exactly. So if you truly are fearful, stay home right now. It's the best thing to do. It really is. And just wait. The world will always be there. It's not going away. We just (laughs) want to be safe and take our time and be cautious Mm -hmm. and educate yourself. That's the most important thing you can do.
1: Okay, what about all of our friends that have booked Disney trips? We've just, we need to spend a minute on
2: Disney, don't you think? Yes, yes. What's happening with Disney? So, Disney is one to watch. They are a well oiled machine, and I like to see how they are rolling things out. On staff, I have a Disney specialist, and I'm sorry she's not here with us today. Uh um, Because I hired her because she lives, breathes, Disney and knows all things about it. And Disney right now, um, is only allowing you to go to one park a day. There are no park hoppers and you must make reservations ahead of time. And that way they can control how many people are, are in a park at a time. And you do have to wear a mask and for me, I live here in Florida, it's been 98 degrees with the humidity it feels like 105. And I'm not sure that I personally would be able to spend my entire day at Disney with a mask on, 24, you know, 24/7 or ask my child to do that as well. But I trust Disney. They are clean, they are diligent, they are thoughtful and they don't do they don't act before they think. So I do know that a lot of other companies are watching them to see what happens. Mm -hmm. And that they're not opening all of their hotels right now. Um, I know Disneyland um, isn't open yet. They're rolling things out in phases.
1: So the, sorry, the NBA is going to Disney, right? And doing worldwide sports. I mean, my boys are so excited about it and they're like mom I think we should go to Disney in September and you know <laughs> see if we can see LeBron James. Yeah. <laughs> so how how is how's that working? Like if you have something planned, do you feel like I mean it's hard to, you can't predict
2: the future. So it's hard to say will they cancel, you know, again. You can't predict the future. And right now your experience at Disney is not going to be the same experience right. as was a year ago because they have removed like all of the parades They you can't do the special dessert parties. There are no private tours. So it, it's definitely slimmed down and it's just not going to be that magical thing that you expect. Now, if you're a seasonal pass holder and you like to casually go to Disney, which Uh, You know, my sister is, which I think is really fun. She doesn't even live in Florida, but it's, it's not like you have to get everything done in a day at Disney. You go and you go on a couple rides and you hang out and it's actually much more casual and more enjoyable. And I've never experienced that before. Um, so that it depends on what kind of Disney person you are, but if this is the trip you've been saving up for five years to take your whole clan to, I would wait, wait. The buffets are shut down. <laughs> it's
0: good about. For me, I'm like, this is the time to go can't to Disney. can get the turkey leg <laughs> in Adventureland. Stand, that's what I cannot stand about Disney or the buffets. Like, people are fighting what? over food. I'm like, I can't even eat it. So, it just grosses me out. <laughs> I'm like, everybody wants a giant cupcake. I mean, I know, right. they're coming, people. There's plenty for everyone. It's <laughs> Disney. They're not running out. <laughs> take, a, take a seat. Take a seat. <laughs> <laughs> so, for me, this might be a good time to go to Disney. They probably said. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Well, so I've got Disney because I do feel like with Disney, when you heard when I heard they were shutting down, I was like, Oh no. Oh no. The apocalypse world is shutting down. But when I heard like cruise ships were closing, I was not surprised. Like, I figured that would be the first thing to close down. I mean, how terrible. Can you imagine being stuck on a cruise? So give us kind of an update on the cruise lines. The,
2: the cruise industry has been hit really hard. Mm. Um, we have. Cruise lines who were, are in the midst of building new ships, um, updating their ships, revolutionizing ships, and they have been shut down. Right now, um, CLIA, who is our governing agency for cruise lines, CLIA, they have canceled all cruises through September 15th. Oh, Yes,
0: why, what is September 15th? Is that just enough time it, to let things settle down or that, you know?
2: Well, they, they have it, been like pushing it out month to month. It okay. was you know, July 15th and okay. then August and mm-hmm. they all kind of came together. I know we really look to some of the big cruise lines like Royal Caribbean, Norwegian, Disney to see what they will do. And they have pretty much all agreed that September 15th, we are all going to hold off until then. Um, and that is, is different. Like Canada closed their ports to U S cruise lines. So that took out all of the Alaska cruises and that is big business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Big business, big business for Seattle and Vancouver and Alaska. Yeah. That's huge for tourism. So right now I am saying to my clients, you may want to book an Alaskan cruise for next summer now, because if people miss their Alaskan cruise this summer, they're going to rebook for next summer. So I do think that next summer is going to book up even faster. The cruise lines have been fantastic about giving future travel credit, though. Mm. If they cancel your cruise, they've been giving 125% future travel credit so that you can push your cruise forward, no penalties, which has been really lovely and saves people a lot of headache.
0: Yeah. Well, what would happen? I mean, like, obviously, there's going to be no buffets. On the <laughs> She's still either. stuck on the buffet. <laughs> Again, maybe I should take a cruise right now.
2: A <laughs> glue cooler, I'm telling you. <laughs> so, what can you expect on a cruise? Like, what's going to change? Have they said? They are going to not have as many buffets. They, maybe if things change, they will have some buffets um, with some extra sanitary precautions, but it will be more table service. And maybe they won't run their ships with 100% capacity. I don't know what their margins are and if that's even possible, but that's what they're going to have to do. But the cruise industry is huge. I mean, there're people who are cruisers, they love it. They schedule three or four cruises a year and they do it and that is their thing and they love it because it's all in front of them. They don't have to drive. They go with their friends, they meet up people that they've, you know, haven't seen in a year that they met on the last cruise and they just that's their thing and they love it.
1: I love that you call them cruisers. <laughs> they are cruisers. I love it. <laughs> they are cruisers. <laughs> Let me ask you this, because clearly, I mean, you've got it together. You, you know what's happening. What, do you have to have a lot of money to have a travel agent? Can you debunk the myths of a travel agent for us? Yes,
2: I will debunk that myth.
1: Because, because I feel like there's a lot of unknowns about, you know, we have, we have listeners from every walk and we love it. So what, how, how does that work with a travel agent?
2: Well, it depends on the travel agent. We are allowed to set ourselves up pretty much however we want. And some agents charge a fee, but you can hire me for free. I do not charge any fees. Really? What? Yes. So the way I'm paid is I'm paid on commission by the suppliers. Mm. So I help my clients find the right fit And then once they book, say with the cruise line, then I would receive a percentage of the sale and that's how I'm paid. So it costs my clients nothing to use me and to know know all the information that I've collected in my brain for how many years. Wow. Um,
0: Why wouldn't you use a travel agent? I mean, hello. that's the thing. People don't understand that.
1: That's I, I, I truly don't think unless you grew up traveling and, you know, that they understand what I mean the total benefit, mm-hmm. you know, and that you the just the knowledge just the access to your brain is worth right. whatever.
0: And it's like I said earlier too, if I'm going, let's say, to Mexico to yeah. resort to a trip, I wanna go somewhere that I know, my agent has been to, and not travel and advisor. Recommend. No, yeah, not no. travel advisor. <laughs> cool. I want someone Trip to tell advisor. me. Trust me, the food is good. Trust me, it will. You will relax. Trust me, you don't have to be scared. You know, you are going to get robbed at the yeah, airport. Right? You know, trust me, their service will pick you up.
2: <laughs> A lot of people don't want to relinquish control. And I think that is the most difficult part is that one, they really enjoy planning the trip and they don't want to relinquish that control because maybe, and they're going to get into something that they don't want and they're going to spend their money on something and it's, they're not going to be happy. And I think that's the biggest hurdle to overcome, but I want you to be happy. I want you to be a return client. So I really take the time to get to know my clients and we qualify each client and say, okay, this is the past experiences that you've had, I think you would like this. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about budget. Let's talk about your expectations. And that way we can find the right fit.
1: Laura, what an asset you are! (laughs) I I mean, my gosh, and so
0: helpful (laughs) to us. Book my next trip, please. Seriously,
1: (laughs) (laughs) well, and it just another thing is that it just you don't have to have somebody next door to book your trip for you. Like you can be contacted email. I'm sure Instagram. I'm sure you are on top
2: of all the things.
0: Yes. So, how do we find you or get in touch with you?
2: You can um, you can find me on Instagram at Reese Worldwide Travel. You can find me on Facebook at Reese Worldwide Travel. I also have a website. It's Reese, R-E-E-C-E, W-T, as in Tom, dot com. You can email me at Laura.Reese, at uh, com, And you can call me, 202- five, four, nine, one, nine, one, zero.
0: Okay. No excuse now. (laughs) Or text, or text me. Just text me. Yes.
2: Or text me. (laughs) Okay. Look, we've
1: got some travel popcorn that we like to just, you know, it's just fire off questions. Just, we want to know your first response. It's always fun that we do with our, with our guests. And, uh, we just thought that this would be a little bit of fun. So you ready to play? Yes. All right. Off the top of your head, where's your favorite international travel spot? I know this is big. It's a tough one.
2: It is big because there are lots of options. My favorite travel spot that I have taken my family to is Rome. Mm. When my children were 7 and 11, we rented an apartment in Rome near the Colosseum for three weeks. And... We never took a taxi. We never ate in a fancy restaurant. And we walked everywhere. We took tours, food tours, museum tours. We took public transportation. I made my kids order gelato in Italian. Mm. I said, You can't have gelato unless you order it in Italian. They're like, Stracciatella. And they were. <laughs> <lurk. laughs> They, they learned so much and they learned about being in the city and asking directions and how to read a subway map. And it was just beautiful. The Italians are wonderful. They are welcoming. The food is delicious and easy with kids. I highly recommend Italy for families. Italians love children. Mm, Truly. So it was just relaxing, beautiful, educational, and a great experience for our whole family.
0: What's the craziest, most unusual, weirdest, grossest thing <laughs> you've ever eaten
2: internationally? Um, so I was in <laughs> China. Yeah, I have an answer to that. Uh, I was in China with my sister and we were on a river cruise and I was offered snake wine. Actually, I have a picture of it. I was in my twenties, and they had this bottle that I think they just poured white wine in and stuffed snakes in it <gasps> and they said, "Oh, yeah, and so they said that it was medicinal and it was good for your you know digestive system and And I was like, "You know what? went in Rome, yeah, and I did it was gross, it was gross i mean but yeah. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Did not. She did not. She was like, I'm not doing that. But um I did. You did it. Yeah. And I have a picture of myself, like with the bottle with the snakes and it was a Christmas card one year. Oh (laughs) that's so
1: cute. (laughs) Oh, oh. Oh. (laughs) Okay. I'm gonna have to medicate Sarah for her to deal with this. Um, okay. Moving along, one of the things I feel like that we say a lot is when the kids get seven, when the kids get 17, when the kids get 23,
2: I want to take them and do this with them in college. When is it right to start traveling with kids? I believe the right time to start traveling with kids is when you are comfortable traveling with kids. It's easy to take children, especially one child, Uh, anywhere. They're very portable. They can sleep in the bed between you. That's easy. It depends on what type of trip you're looking to take. We wanted to take our kids to Europe and you walk a lot in Europe and I was not pushing a stroller. So when our daughter was five or six, we went to San Francisco and we said, okay, if you can walk through San Francisco you can walk through Europe. So we did a domestic trip first as, as like a trial. She was exhausted. (laughs) And so we waited a year after that. And then we took her to Europe, which was great. It was a wonderful proofing ground. Smart, smart.
0: What's one thing you travel with always?
2: My lip balm. (laughs) I love lip balm. Just, <laughs> and I can't be without it. Always have lip balm cuz it's always so dry on the airplanes or in different climates and yeah. I'm I'm never without my lip balm. What's your favorite luggage brand? Oh, I am lusting over this Rimoa, Rimowa R I M O W A luggage that I've seen online, you see it at Neiman Marcus and it is, it's a hard shell and they make it in different sizes and it's shiny and silver. It's gorgeous. And I'm totally lusting after it. It's supposed to be indestructible. I think Kim Kardashian takes it with her too or whatever. Oh, and they've of got course, this of partnership course. with Dior now, but it's, it's beautiful. And I'm lusting after it. I do not own it, but I love it.
0: Oh. Do you care? you have a luggage tag? <laughs> I'm just curious,
2: probably from secretly gifting. <laughs> I you should get it from Secretly Gifting. I have um, a varying assorted selection of luggage tags. Okay, <laughs>
0: that, well that's kind of what I'm imagining. I I'm figure like I picture you having this beautiful luggage set and changing out your luggage tag. Like oh yeah. I'm going to
1: oh, Bali today. We're Let having the tassel. Yes,
2: yeah. yeah. Then we we'll get the monkey. I, I on the... some days it's the little paper one from Delta Airlines, uh-huh. um, and some days I also take like bright ribbon in different like neon colors and tie it around my suitcase so that I can see it coming off because everybody's suitcase looks the same and it's black. And I always want to try and identify mine and it's always being ripped off or soiled or something from the airline. So you do have to continually update those.
1: Mm -hmm. Do you think it's important to be allegiant to a particular airline? Like when someone says, I always fly Delta, I always fly American, I always fly Southwest and you know, domestically. What are your thoughts on that?
2: Yes, for the perks. Okay. And when I... So I, I'm i platinum level with American Airlines. And I fly them up and down from Pennsylvania, New York, to Florida. Because that's my route. And it's the easiest thing. I have to stop in Charlotte. I also have family in Charlotte. So that fits my flying schedule. I do enjoy being platinum because of the perks. I do... Earn a lot of freaking flyer miles from that, but you can hardly ever use them. It's not worth it. But the perks of flying as much as I do are worth it with the free upgrades, the free bags, because now with baggage fees being, you know, $25, 50 a, you know, one way, it really adds up. And then if you're flying, with golf clubs or heavy equipment, or, you know, if we went to Utah and we had all of our snow clothes and then we were going to someplace else, like it's a lot, it's expensive with all that luggage. So I mainly fly American. If, um, I'm going by coastal, I like United. I do. And I like United going overseas as well. That's good. That's good to know. There are and there are some airlines that I will not book because I just don't like their service and, and I and I have clients who say you cannot book me on so and so airline and I know why. Yeah. Ooh.
0: Can we ask?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not a big fan of Air Canada. Okay. Um, they kind of tend to nickel and dime you for everything, seat selection, and, you know, an aisle seat compared to a middle seat, and they're not really good with refunds or changing routes. I think United and American and Delta have been really great through all of this COVID mm-hmm. um, and very extremely helpful and easy to work with. Air um, Canada is a little tough. Yeah. Okay.
0: We talked a lot about domestic travel and getting outdoors and hiking and camping. What is your favorite national park?
2: My favorite national park? I honestly have not been to a lot of national parks, only because I'm not extremely outdoorsy, campy, hikey person. I was gonna say she looks like a million she looks like a
1: million bucks right now. She clearly cannot do the mountains in the hills. I'm sure you're wearing (laughs) lubes right now and (laughs) you can't be hiking doing that.
2: Yeah, So I married my husband because he said uh, camping was a hotel without room service. And I was like, that, that's me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to say that, um, my husband grew up in California and he took me to Mirror Woods mm-hmm. because I said I wanted to go see the Redwoods. And he said, all right, the easiest thing to do is to go to Muir Woods, and you can see the Redwoods there. And it's like the Redwood Forest light because it's not as far up, and it's more accessible, and you can go to Napa and have your wine and stop at Muir Woods. And it's just amazing. It's beautiful, and it, it's an easy place to go with kids. I was taken aback completely, breathtaking.
0: That's how I like to camp too. Yeah, a <laughs> little wine and the <laughs>
1: You know, like drive by and see something pretty, take a picture of it. Red forest, red forest. (laughs) There it is. Look now, look now, now. quick. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Laura, we have love. I mean, thank you for coming on and helping us navigate this. Because like I said, we're all just trying to get out somewhere. (laughs) Get out while
0: we can. (laughs) Get
2: out. And thank you for telling us how to do it. It's of awesome. course. I'm happy to help. Thank you for having me. It is a pleasure to meet you, and, and I really appreciate the opportunity. Thank Great. you. Thank
1: All right. you. Thanks. All right. Okay, i got to talk about this buffet thing because <laughs> you brought it up <laughs> five or six times during yes. this interview. And so, I mean, let's just dive into that. Do you hate buffets? I mean, I get it. They're, no. I mean, I told, they're cesspools. I get it.
0: <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's something about... It's it's not. I'm not a germaphobe. Like going out to dinner. Does no, not I don't bother see you that me. way. Like, I don't yeah. wipe my forks down. I don't do. Anything no, I've like been that. to dinner with you several times. That's not how you are. It's watching people at a buffet. <laughs> so like when you go to Disney and you're hot and you're hungry and you want to, you just want a good dinner. Yeah. And you get to the buffet because that's what you paid eight hundred dollars for. Right. <laughs> for your children to see Mickey Mouse walk by, get the picture and get the pancakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you see all these people like fighting over disgusting buffet food. Yeah. It just really grosses me out. All right,
1: so I think we can what we can strip away here is that you really hate buffets for the
0: masses. Yes, that's what it is. It's mass buffets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, if but I like if you nice, go to a wedding, go to a wedding, it doesn't bother me, right? And it's like people just a come party, take your time, yeah, country party. club it doesn't bother me. Wherever I'll eat off China the pan. China pans, a maybe. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's like massive people. Like the idea of going on a cruise and eating a buffet disturbs me yeah I, you know i am not
1: a cruiser she has said you know i thought yeah. that was so funny when she said "There, are hey there are cruisers and they go to three and four cruises a year i've never been
0: on a cruise first mm-hmm. of all have you i went on one and it was in college it was like a spring break trip oh, God. I was senior year you probably paid but... two hundred dollars for it oh, i'm mean... sure <laughs> and we did eat the buffets for well, sure yeah we were like this is amazing because you had to have some cars we've already paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> we're yeah. going to eat it.
1: I just, I don't know what it is. I think this comes into my, like, control, anxiety side where I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm stuck on the ship yeah. get in the middle of the ocean, and there's no way for me to get off, and there's, you know.
0: I definitely would not <laughs> book a cruise right now. Can you imagine if someone got COVID and you are like, stuck quarantined on the ship? Yeah. For, like, 14 days while this person's being quarantined. No, I
1: can't. But I also, a oh. part of the thing about travel and that, you know, I wonder, just, I mean, as a normal person wondering this, is when are we going to feel good about traveling
0: again? I know. I really, I, I don't, it doesn't bother me to travel. Like, I would love to travel right now. I do feel like the airports are probably cleaner than they've ever been. The airplanes are cleaner. Oh, for sure they are. Hotels, restaurants, all of it. Like, yeah. I would rather travel right now. I just don't want to get stuck somewhere. Right. That's my fear. Right. Or, and I don't want to wear a mask every, you know, the well, whole you time. you got like, that. Like, I don't want to be on a, at Disney World with a mask. That's my I'm personal be a help.
1: Fairy world. <laughs> that I can't like. So my my Disney rule growing up was I refuse to change it up for a Disney. Like that, oh. I just won't do mm-hmm. it. I mean, mm-hmm. I just will not do it. And kids crying and screaming and all that. So that was my personal Disney rule. But I was just saying, like, if you have to now, if you can you imagine putting your four year old on a mask and saying you got to have a mask on all day? No. And mm-hmm. I mean, is I that going to be our new normal? I don't know. Yeah, I feel like. This
0: will end at some point. I hope it does. I pray I'm that it does. over the mask. I'm over it. I, I don't want to feel like the, the people in Asia that are walking around with masks down the street all I know. day long. I, mean, I know, it, I know it, it is now, and hopefully this is temporary, but I do not want to go to the grocery store every time. I don't want to take my children out. Every time with a mask on. But it's almost like
1: if we don't now, okay, so remember when the world shut down and everybody did wear a mask and they got out minimally and then it kind of went away for a minute. And Mm -hmm. now that we're reopening, of course they expected that when when we reopened that it would ramp back up a little bit. Mm -hmm. More people, but I think numbers are spiking too because more people have accessibility to, or more people have access to being tested. Correct. And Mm -hmm. so, Yes, in a place where population's down, but everybody's been tested and there has been an outbreak. Yeah, I mean, it is, it's is—it's super scary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, hospital beds filling back up and all that. I mean, it's a real thing, and we... If you don't respect it, it won't go away. It's not
0: going away. I know. And I'm ready for it to go away. But
1: that's the thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, so that may means we have to do, we have to put on a mask for a little while. Yeah. And, you know, are you now, are you wearing a mask
0: like in Kroger now? Now it depends on where I am. Me too. Because, I have, I mean, I'm going to be completely honest, where we are, it, we have not been affected like the bigger cities, Nashville, Atlanta, the Florida, like she's talking about, Miami, yeah, and all right. those areas. So. We didn't have cases. So when you would walk into Kroger and everybody, you know, you have your mask on, no one there has a mask on. Right. I'm talking about workers. Yeah. You know, and I think we talked about this on the podcast, how yeah, disgusted you I was the first time I went out and the workers didn't have a mask on yeah. and that girl at McDonald's handing me my tea without gloves on yeah. and I was like completely weirded out. Yeah.
1: Well, oh. it's ramping back up and I feel like we're probably going to have to re enter that for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm.
0: Just to, just to try and keep. Keep the numbers down. Yeah. And I'm that. If we can get us, our children back in school and keep them there, I will wear a mask, Listen, gloves. We will do anything, whatever. A hazmat suit. <laughs> just get them and keep them in school. Okay? We'll do whatever we need to that's do. All, that's what I'm praying for, for sure. So are y'all planning anything? Like, is your family planning a trip? We have nothing planned right now. Okay. I mean, to stay at Southern Getaway, I'm planning on that yeah. in September. I think that's going to be fine. We yeah. can drive there um, and everything's still opening up there.
1: Yeah. Well, and you know what's crazy about that is I got an email yesterday from Southwest. You know, I'm Southwest loyal and it was like 39 bucks. <gasps> so we we're all we're going in September obviously on the getaway, but then we went ahead and booked fall break mm-hmm. down there in mm-hmm. October. And those flights are so cheap through September and October that it's kind of like, why not? Why not? I mean, if she's saying and I mean she's she's the travel guru. Right. If she's saying it's
0: gonna be fine and everything's, you know. I mean, why not? Why not? Yeah. For $39 Southwest, I'm doing it. It's one one way. way. Well, yeah. but but I mean, there's no reason not to book a a flight right now. I know. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and book my flight then for our getaway. Yes. End of September. Yeah. Get that. Do it. You can. Okay, Yeah. And, I mean, that's a short flight, too, so I can wear a mask. <laughs> it's an hour. You know? I mean, oh, by the time please. you're up, you're down. Please, Yeah. We can do that. I mean,
1: really, anywhere in the South. And, you know, you fly into Panama City Beach, you get an Uber or whatever, mm-hmm. or, you know, and you zip over there. 15-minute ride. Yeah. yeah. You're fine. Easy. easy, easy. So, I'm saying, I think things like that, and those are easy, doable things. Now, that's we did idea. we did book the Jackson Hole thing. Mm-hmm. And... Like I said, because the RV was cra- I mean, we just we couldn't do it. But it required way more planning than I was willing to do at that point. But I do feel good. I, I feel okay about that. Mm-hmm. I feel okay about that travel. Now, some of the changes, here's what the crazy thing is and the thing that we need to be reminded of is that if you are planning or looking at something, you have to know that it changes every two weeks. Right. And you've got to check the CDC, figure out what the global travel warning is, Figure out what the restrictions are in each state. She blew my mind saying that you couldn't go from Alabama and Arkansas or South Carolina to
0: to New York without in this, quarantine. I know. Yeah, that's crazy. but who know? I mean, how would we know that? Yeah, but it is going to change in yes. two weeks. So yeah. Well, I also feel like this is a good time to like book things and, and travel before the flu season kicks back in. Like sure. I know we're kind of seeing a spike right now. I think that's going to die down very quickly. Mm-hmm. And but I believe that. November, end of November, December, when Christmas holidays, people start getting out shopping, all that. I think we're gonna see a spike just like we do every year with the flu. It's every year. Through January, February. Nobody panic. No one panic. (laughs) Don't get the panic. Just yeah. Just stay in. Yeah. But the bread will still be there. I think we're gonna be like home again. Yeah. I I really believe that.
1: Yeah. Probably so, so.
0: I feel like we need to get out while we So get we out through the fall <laughs>
1: and then book it for next summer, like she said. Yeah. Now, she's
0: also giving $100 onboard credit when you book a cruise through her. Yeah, with Royal, Norwegian, Disney. Yeah, um, cruises. Yeah. What does the Alaskan cruise? Is that Norwegian? I don't know. I don't know. My parents have been to Alaska, but I don't know. For her, that's a question for her. Yeah, because I think that would be so much fun. You would. Now you would. I would really interest me. Well, the Alaskan cruises are smaller. They are smaller, and they go through the um, the channel or whatever. Yeah, and I think that they're more about like fine dining. My parents
1: loved it. My parents went on their
0: Alaskan cruise, and loved it too. Yeah, like they were on glaciers and stuff. Yeah, and like
1: well watching. Mm -hmm. They got pulled over. My dad got to ice fish. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah.
0: Now, I mean, if I had a choice, I probably wouldn't do an Alaskan cruise. I'd probably be in, like, Bali somewhere. (laughs) I don't know. I just want to be on a beach somewhere. My personal choice. But I do want to do an Alaskan cruise at some point. And I want my girls to do that. I think that'd be so fun. Yeah. Um, So maybe next summer would be a good time to do that. I loved when she said, take your kids out. Mm -hmm. Get them to travel. She kind of made that analogy of taking them to restaurants. Yeah. And I do feel like... Well, I can kind of see a difference. Taylor May went with us everywhere. Well,
1: yeah. One like kid. Restaurants like
0: restaurants were her thing. Mm-hmm. And she has such good table manners. And she mm-hmm. would sit there. Like I was so determined first child again, not to have the iPad, not to do any of that. Yeah. Best table manners. She tries anything. She's open to new things. Now, Stella, we give her the iPad. But she still goes with us. Yeah. So she kind of gets the fact that like, you have to sit in your seat. hmm Now I say this and somebody's going to see me out and they're going to be like, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> your child's under the table eating crumbs off the floor, <laughs> running, screaming, going nuts. Yeah. But that's what it is. It's just exposure. Like yeah. you got to take them out to restaurants so they know how to act. You got to travel with them so they know how to act. <laughs> yeah. And to learn things. I mean, I think that's, I think she even mentioned this on the, I don't know, this might have been us talking with her, but the best way to learn anything is to yeah. experience to it. hmm I mean, you can't, you can learn about art all you want in a classroom, but to see it, gelato, like being in Rome, you can hear about it, you learn about the cuisine in Italy and France and everywhere, but when you taste it and experience it, it's completely different.
1: And the thing is, is right now is the time to get it. I mean, it's, to be cautious but to do something different take a day trip you know mm-hmm. exposure kids and you don't have to have buckets of money to do that yeah. cuz look it's not it, it has not it's not lost on us that people have lost their jobs that they don't have a lot of you know money to do things like that right now so this i'm even talking about find a waterfall You know, find a day trip. Pack an Igloo cooler. Pack that cooler. Hey, we're not sponsored by Igloo, but we're welcome to be.
0: (laughs) I ran into a lady the other day. She had her niece and nephew with her, Mm -hmm. and she was doing, every Friday, they do a free Friday. So she takes them around our hometown and does everything has to be free. So she goes to parks and gets her pictures like at parks. She was downtown in front of murals. They were doing like a mural tour, like a walking yeah, tour. Yeah. Taking pictures in front of each mural. Yeah. Um, they were, what else were they doing that day? I can't remember, but it was, um, they were playing, like there's a chess board, a free chess board out in the in downtown area we live. And they were playing chess. Yeah. So, I mean, every Friday they do something different. They look and search for free things. And if she's like, we'll travel. I and mean, we'll go. We I just, love You know, that. it's free for them. Like, we're not paying to go to an amusement park. We're not paying to go yeah. have lunch somewhere. We're just, we're taking our lunch with us, and we're just finding free things to do. I
1: love That's that. How fun. Well, and I mean, if you have sanitizer and a mask, you can do those things. <laughs> yes, you can. I mean,
0: really. Yes, yes.
1: So, I think it's just going to cause us all to be really creative mm-hmm. and think outside of, like, our normal box mm-hmm. and figure out how to survive in the situation that and we got a lot of museums offer free admission for children too like under the age of 12 yeah and so. I think the zoo does after a certain time oh yeah maybe I think in the mm-hmm. afternoon I think after 2 o'clock they open it up mm-hmm you just gotta get creative now <laughs> we're taking the trips alright well I loved it today and thank you to Laura Reese of Reese Worldwide Worldwide baby. Worldwide she Travel okay. that's right <laughs> thanks for being with us today on Say It's Southern